everyone. Welcome to The Funnel, an e-commerce podcast. Each episode, we interview e-commerce experts to discuss the latest trends and topics that matter the most to brand and retail pros. I'm Shannon Keneally, content writer at Blue Acorn. I'm Casey Long. I'm a lead client success manager at Blue Acorn. And today we have with us Karen Baker, CEO at Shipper HQ. Hey, Karen. Hey, it's great to be here. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for coming. Yes. Yeah. Today we'll be discussing how to use your shipping strategy to reduce cart abandonment. So um, let's just start with how does shipping play into a brand or retail's e-commerce strategy? Yeah, well, the way we see it is um, it's the first physical point of contact with your customer. So it's pretty important that you, you kind of nail that. You know, you can do everything online, but if, if you get it wrong when that parcel's getting delivered to you, um, if it's late or, uh, you know, the costs are, are unknown and, and, and stuff like that, then you're going to run into a lot of problems with uh, your customers coming back to you in the future and also on, obviously on the review side as well. So you would say it's just an extension of that online experience in the physical world. Like we spend all this time optimizing checkouts and creating pretty PDPs and and category pages, but we got to think like e-com leaders should think about the shipping process as an extension of that as well. It's so well designed. Yeah, absolutely. You you really have to think about it right from the product page now, all the way through to when that parcel lands on the doorstep, and then even beyond that into the return cycle. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just paramount that that that's a big consideration because you see the, the likes of Amazon nailing this, and the customer expectations really high. Yeah. Right. And can you paint the picture in terms of costs, like at a high level, like help contextualize this for somebody in terms of like, I think the design piece and the customer experience piece, like we, I think people have a good intrinsic sense of, like you said, Amazon, I, I click one click buy and two days later it shows up. But like, if I'm an e-com manager and I'm also trying to communicate to my leadership, like we can shrink costs and streamline this by doing X, Y, and Z. What does that picture look like? I think there's a lot you can do for free, you know, um, that that really doesn't cost a lot apart from time and like doing your research on understanding um, where you should be putting things like your, your, you know, offering free shipping and putting the banners there in the right place, um, doing things like working out when you should surcharge, when you shouldn't surcharge. That kind of stuff really is about putting the time into it. Once you get into things like needing a second warehouse, a lot of people now are aiming for kind of two-day delivery. Then, obviously, you're getting more into the fulfillment space, and, and that can be a bigger investment. But there's, I, I just think that today, like getting date and time in your checkout so people know when it's going to get delivered, offering promotions around your shipping, these are types of things that as long as you do the stats around it, it doesn't really take a major investment of money. It's more about you understanding your business and then being able to work out what your strategy is around shipping, which is a time thing. Makes sense, yeah. yeah. So it's really more about offering customer transparency. Even, I mean, is it feasible for, um, if it's not feasible for a company to offer that two-day shipping, there's other ways they can still yeah. offer that pleasing experience to the customer. and Absolutely. Sure I, think, I think, like, if you talk about free shipping, like, one of the, one of the big things without big myths around that is is that I should offer free shipping and then and then uh, you know e-commerce managers think well this is going to really mess us up right like because we can't afford to do this 
but I think it, what you need to do is you need to realize that free shipping isn't always free. Like you can restrict it down, you can do it on products, so you can do it on certain prices. You can kind of enhance the customer experience about, you know, when do they get that? But there's that initial hook. And if you go on all major retail sites, you'll see free shipping is the number one thing that mm -hmm. they're displaying mm -hmm. on their sites. Um, but there's a lot you can do around, you know, if it's free, then there's a delayed, you know, dispatch on that. So when they actually get through to the checkout, then actually the, the, the offers that do have charges become more attractive to them. But you've hooked them in. Um, and it's some, you know, there's, there's crazy numbers around the free shipping and the hit on it. It's the single biggest um, incentive for people coming to your site. But the mechanics of it would be, like, what you're saying is, if we can push just the announcement of free shipping on select products up into the funnel, yeah. um, then the conversion rate through the different steps, or the abandonment rate drops based on how far it's pushed through and how well it's presented. Is that absolutely the dynamic? Yeah, if, if you've got two sites and one's offering free shipping and the other one isn't, it's, it's a fact that they're going to go to the free shipping site. Right. Th right. That's just how the mentality of all of us works. And in the US now, I think a few years ago, I mean, we've seen a change over the last 10 years at Shipper HQ, but, uh, you know, especially recently, it's just becoming a massive thing for people to do. And as a result, everyone's expecting it. You know, you yeah. see the likes of Target and Walmart both offering free two-day shipping mm -hmm. over the Christmas period. So it's becoming the norm. But it is about managing that. And, what, you know, it's about the e-commerce managers not just kind of freaking out about it, going, either we can't do it and ignoring it, or doing it, and then, you know, shipping can be one of the thing that makes or break a, breaks a business. This is the reality yeah, of it, especially right. if you're doing high volume. Um, so you kind of you kind of need a shipping strategy. You, you have to think about it. Right. I mean, it's really the last mo moment of truth for the customer. I mean, I could either turn that customer into an angry one or a raving one, raving fan. Yeah, so. absolutely, yeah. And I think especially around the Christmas period, like, if you think about... You know, if you I had this a couple of years ago where I ordered a drone for my for my son and I needed it for Christmas and you order it in the in the Black Friday sales and then you find out, oh, or, you know, they're out of stock and actually you're not gonna get it until, you know, the middle of January and then there's very little sort of customer service that follows up and everything else. Well the whole experience is ruined with that company. Like we we just decided to keep the drone, we never bought one. And and it was all about them and how they were relaying the information to us so like if you're going to buy something online now you want to know when it's going to get delivered and then you want them to stick to that right, yeah. like, you right. don't move that you know mm -hmm. so that that means kind of analysis more analysis is required around things like inventory dispatch dates you know holiday cutoff times all this kind of stuff like if you're we have some customers that do framed art well, there's a long lead time on them yeah. managing yeah, that. Yeah. But you can still give dates to your customers, and you need to. Like, I'm shocked yeah. at the amount of sites that don't do that. Right? Yeah, it seems like, and I think my personal experience reflects this too, it's like I will pay a premium for clarity and adherence to commitments that I'm initially given. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And if you go to the B2B business, it's just a lot of people will just want it tomorrow. So it's actually around a 25% of people buying online need it by tomorrow. So yeah. so that's what drives them to the store sometimes, right? Because they can't guarantee that. Well, you can take advantage of that and put a surcharge on next day delivery because you know that for B2B businesses, they absolutely, if they need it, they need it tomorrow, right? Like, so you can surcharge that because they're going to pay it. Yeah, yeah. Right. You mentioned earlier shipping myths. What are some of the other ones you run into? 
we see a lot on the B2B side, like um, if B2Bs, um, a lot of businesses are still offline. And we see some of these guys coming out as front runners in the online space um, where they're, they're rethinking about their shipping side. And the biggest thing we see is uh, ship the, the, the offline kind of B2B businesses. You know, generally there'll be like sort of an older family there in many cases. And then there'll be like the young son that's coming through and trying to bring this business into the 21st century. And what they'll, what they'll say to their son is, we can't do this shipping in real time. Like, there's no way that we could automate this kind of stuff. So, like, if you think about LTL, right, we have people that are selling things like restaurant equipment or, mm, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, big big kind of big packaging, that kind of stuff, um, where they're basically saying, well, we have to ring up the LTL guy to get a quote on that, and then we have to feed that back to the customer. And it, it's like, no, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all possible, right? right. Um, like, you, you just need the, the necessary technology to provide that to you. And then sometimes you have to rethink about how you're doing it and think about it a little bit more, like things like packaging, even on parcel. Um, you know, some people will say, well, I can't package this. Um, but you can. You just need technology that's going to aid you in, in, you know, doing that packing side so that you can give accurate rating. So it sounds like the big myth is just that, um, you know, people think it doesn't apply to them. And you're, yeah. you're and, and you guys' position is that with enough forethought and modeling and, yeah. and focus, like anybody can automate and streamline right. this. And it kind of sounds like two people aren't educated on the technology that's out there that enables yeah, them to do that. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. And they're just used to working in an older way. Like yeah. we did this, um, we did this hobby shop once and then the guy, the, these are the great stories, right? Like. Uh, the guy, and it, it was a pretty small, hobby. I don't know if it's small, I mean, I don't think any shops in, in America are small, but uh, it, was a, it was a small hobby shop in Florida, and they sold model airplanes, mm-hmm. and he, he spoke to me after we got him set up, and he said, Karen, like, I never thought I could go online with this stuff, and like, you've completely yeah. opened up a whole new avenue to my business, because, you know, shipping, you know, these model airplanes, they're bulky, light, um, kind of relatively light uh, packages and then they would do strange things like they would put batteries inside the plane so from a dimensional kind of box packing mm-hmm. thing it's a little bit of a challenge but we kind of helped him solve these problems and, and then all of a sudden he's got this new business and uh, we see that we see that day in day out and that's you know it's really enjoyable but it's definitely a, there's definitely another you know 100,000 companies out there that think they can't do it yeah do shipping strategy, strategies really vary by vertical or? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, if you go, uh, we do a lot of stuff around the perishable space. So we, we deal with some major ice cream national retailers. Oh, um, wow. and, and that's an interesting one because, you know, they have to put everything in call boxes. And then we have uh, some big chocolate brands um, that work with us. And again, you have different problems there for the opposite kind of well, similar reasons with the heat, you know, like different yeah. times of the year and depending on where they're going. So that that's a big vertical. If you go to stuff like the gym equipment space, um, often with them, they're another one that thinks they can't ship it because mm-hmm. gym equipment's just so massive to ship. Um, but all these different brands. And then we have some people that are just selling, um, you know, somebody sells like the, um, what do you call them, the, the sticks that go on the ground, the snow sticks. 
you know, the, uh, the, the, you probably we're don't in, know we're in Charleston, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, oh, they have these, well, I didn't know about them from England. <laughs> they have these sticks that go in the ground, and they basically will indicate where the, the side of the curb is, right? Like, oh, okay, the sidewalk, I see. Now right? I see what you're saying, yeah, 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 yeah. but that's a really difficult thing to ship, right? Oh, yeah, no, I can see you that. You know, and, um, like... The long, narrow boxes. Right, and... precisely, yeah. So, we see all different types, and, and they all have their own problems. But, um, and some of them are just shipping jewellery. Uh, you know, very, very light jewellery, and they want just the fastest shipping rate you can get. So it's got nothing to do with size or anything, but they're they're kind of rate shopping all over the place and things like that. Yeah. So, Karen, let's end with, what's the worst mistake a brand can make in their shipping strategy? I think it's um, not realising the importance of it. It's pretty easy to, uh, you know, go to all the kind of sexy stuff, you know, around... The, the you know what's the design of your site the, the products and everything else but when you consider that you know this is the top reason people are going to pick your site is around your shipping um, if you're not investing some serious effort in working out your strategy um, in 2018 I mean you, you're kind of you, you're on a losing battle there in my mind it's 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 up there you know one two and three for me yeah makes sense all right. Well, thanks, Karen, for joining us. Thank you. For those of you listening, you can find all of our podcasts at iTunes, Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to learn more about Blue Acorn, check us out at blueacorn.com. And if you'd like to learn more about Shipper HQ's shipping management system, check them out at shipperhq.com. Until next time.